0: All right, so we're talking about relationships again today, mm-hmm. and the question at hand is, what are the indicators of a healthy relationship?
1: Yeah, so let's define, like, very simply healthy relationship, because a healthy relationship obviously is made up of two people, and it's not made up of two perfect people. It's made up of two people who are healthy in the main categories of life, or a better way to say it is trending trending healthy. Nobody's perfect. Everybody's got issues, but I want to look at sexually, emotionally, relationally and then even like physically because if you have some physical issues um, it can really impact how you feel about the rest of life and so i want to look at these categories and you have a really good illustration can you share with us
2: i think sometimes when people look at health they tend to parse these things out into different pieces mm-hmm. when really um my sophomore year in high school uh, my teacher drew on the board and he talked about how the gospel right is not just these different pieces and how it mm-hmm. affects those different things in our life But he said that our life is like a pie. And right, the the gospel should be the filling. It should be something that is present and it is affecting every single solitary slice that you're going to cut out. And so you might have this slice that's your health. You might have this slice that's your emotions. You might have this slice that's your spiritual life. Um, But what we're looking for in the definition of health is that the gospel is equally distribute among all of those pieces yep. and it has a presence and it is actually adding that big filling, we were talking before the started about mm-hmm. how we all prefer pie, right? But how that is pecan? actually the, no not, no. Okay. Um, it's, no, not pecan. Pecan? No, not pecan. And so it, that it actually yeah. adds False. that part to the pie and what you're looking for. And yeah. so I think in healthy relationships, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's these two people coming into one relationship, and are we seeing that the gospel is affecting every part of their Mm -hmm. relationship together? So whether that is their physical life together, whether that is the way that they process their day together, whatever it is, that it is actually having a say and is having the main substance of all those different
1: parts. And and you'll know when there might be a Piece of the pie where they're keeping the gospel out of that pie. Yes, and that do is that with those like yeah. little
2: pie dividers. Oh, they like, sure know. do.
1: It's mm-hmm. like this is my home, but Jesus, you're not allowed in this room yep. because that's my room. That's the junk drawer right. room. Or, you
2: know? or yeah. sometimes it's like I don't even know what you think if you got to come into that room. Yeah. and so we're just gonna There's keep too much you embarrassment, out of there. you know.
1: Yeah. Particularly if it's in the sexual part of the relationship, that's mm-hmm. really hard if they will not let Jesus into that room, or even like if you think about like emotionally, you know, like their ability to have a high EQ mm-hmm. to grow in that, to be aware of other people. And it's like, nah, Jesus, I'm going to do what I want here. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you, again, nobody is perfect in any of these. Yep. That is not the point. The point is, are they willing to let Christ in? And you mm-hmm. might even have a couple hard conversations about a subject. And it's okay to have hard conversations. I think the real thing is, sooner than later, are they opening up their this part of their life to Jesus? Mm-hmm. Is he beginning to get control of it? Mm-hmm. When they see clear teaching in the Word of God, when the Holy Spirit is is prompting their heart, are they willing to move in the direction of right, following? because
2: sometimes him? you don't actually know how to do all these things right. before you start a relationship, and yep. that's okay. It's once you begin to see, okay, no, I got to yeah. figure out what to do with this part. We have to get some feedback. We got to learn. We got to talk to some people, and you know, yep. invite Jesus into that aspect.
1: Yeah, some people have no idea how sexually broken they are mm-hmm. until they're actually in a relationship, where that gets the light of Christ is shine, uh, mm-hmm. shown on, shined on. it, however you say that? Or they don't realize shined. how it shined. <laughs> <laughs>
0: or, <laughs> I don't think that's. Is that
1: right? <laughs> Again, yeah. um, or yes, yes, as so nice you guys are raising. Yeah, but there's also like some people don't know how insecure they are. Mm. Like they're secure in no, every it, part it, of their and you relationship. They didn't known before you right? got into that moment. Because yeah. when you're when you are romantically connected to somebody, it brings out parts of you that friendships just don't actually mm. bring out. Yeah. And and so don't be surprised if you're dating somebody and there's brokenness in them because there's brokenness in you too, whether you realize it or not. Yeah. But are they willing to let the light of Christ shine on it? Are they willing to trend healthy? Yep.
0: I think that's really good. And so if we get a little bit more Mm -hmm. specific on what are healthy indicators, what's Mm -hmm. one of them? Mm -hmm. So the first one
2: that comes to my mind is this concept that they are honest with who they are. Mm -hmm. And as far as they can articulate it, they're sharing that with you. And so it doesn't mean that like, right when you meet someone you have to share all of your deepest thoughts with them and hurts and things you've been through, but it is that you're not hiding anything. And so there's a difference between not yet sharing something and hiding something and Mm -hmm. in no relationship in, is it ever okay to hide things? But it is okay to unfold the story as the story goes along. But I think a very healthy indicator is that they're being vulnerable. They're being honest. They're mm. opening up their story, and they're like, "Here is my story. I don't even like that part either, mm. but I'm telling it to you anyways because mm. it's part it's of my story, yeah. right? And I'm not going to like rewrite something that the Lord is doing.
1: Yep. I, I, I would be um, cautious, and I would I, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. So. There are a whole bunch of people who they don't know how to actually be vulnerable. They never saw it modeled. Yes. It has not been a value in their relationships. It's not that they don't want to be but it's never been a part of their life. So we meet, we're we pretty invasive people as it is, right? So like, we're like, so tell me about your life. Tell True. me about your deepest, darkest secret. Like, icebreaker, what's the worst thing you've ever done? You know, and they're like, ah. But in those moments, though, that's normal for us. Like, we're used to vulnerability. Like, here's all of me. Take it or leave it. And I'm going to show the right parts in the right places. But for some people, that is just rocket science. Mm. And so you you might have grown up in a home that really valued self-awareness, mm-hmm. getting to know your heart, understanding why you do different things. You might be dating somebody who never had that. So right. what would you say to particularly, I think like a woman who's, who's dating a guy mm-hmm. and he just has no ability to give vocabulary to all the things that are going on inside of him. In fact, he's never looked at it.
2: Well, I think one of the things in that is you said the word awareness. That's Mm. the starting point. So actually, like, the social milestone is awareness. That's the first thing we're looking that people can do Mm. is that they're like, okay, I feel something. Now, how do I articulate this Mm. in order to be able to share it with someone? Mm. And so people just in that position that you kind of described, they're just in feeling, feeling, doing, doing, Mm. feeling, feeling, and never in the, like, articulation or the sharing of it. Mm. And so it really is gaining awareness, figuring out how to put language to it, articulating it to someone. And then once you can have that, and it doesn't have to be very perfect. In fact, it's actually usually better if you begin to process it with someone and you're like, here's Mm. what I got so far. Can you help me? me And you have those conversations, right? Where there's this like, yeah, I felt that too. And those are some of those beautiful Mm -hmm. conversations of life When you don't have something all prepared, but you have it a little started and you like bring it to someone and they help you.
1: What a sacred moment. Mm -hmm. That's how you know you
2: have a beautiful relationship Mm -hmm. too, when you're like, yes, that can grow. And then the second one, so it's awareness and there's reciprocity so that you're able to be like, yes, I share, you share, right? Mm -hmm. I say something about me, you empathize with me. How are you? Good. Right. right and how yeah. are you I was just preparing I was yeah. preparing a thing on how we teach our children to have friends right now yeah. imagine it's like mm. a volleyball game and you're like volley yeah. and they're like thanks right.
1: Right. Yeah. Like, for the ball <laughs> yeah that's like, yep. yep. that and what that yeah. looks
2: like and so and then so and so awareness reciprocity and then ownership and yeah. then they're able to own their feelings mm. and they're even mm. able to be able to say like I don't know what I'm thinking or feeling right now but mm. I know that I'm very overwhelmed yep. right like if you could say that to someone you're like okay yeah. let's figure it out I think it happens every Every time someone mentions this, right, Mm. and you begin to live that life together, Mm. it's okay to craft that and to grow like that together, but it's being able, that vulnerability, that honesty, is Mm -hmm. bringing it to the table and being able to
0: be like, I don't know what to do with that either. Can you help me? Yeah, not stuffing it down, bringing it out to the light and conversing. That's great. Okay, so what else? All
1: right, so... Uh, balance some boundaries, but I think this is really important because when two people like each other, there's a natural obsession, right? Mm-hmm. You think about them all the time. You want to mm-hmm. be near them, you, whatever. Um, but what happens too often is that f- really deep, lifelong friendships are cast aside. Mm-hmm. And the balance between you and me and my friends and you, you, like obviously you're going to, like when we started dating and we got engaged and married, my relationships with other people changed. You became the mm-hmm. most important, the primary, and that's normal and that's right, yes. But uh, I think of like last night, right? Like last night we have balance. And so like I was able to go hang out with a bunch of guys. Um, and that was really good for me. But you're not mm-hmm. sitting there and being like, oh man, whatever. And when you have girlfriends, like I'm like, go, mm-hmm. hang out, do your thing, have fun. But the... The knowledge that I am not your everything. Mm-hmm. I am the most important relationship in your life next to Jesus, but I am not your everything. Mm-hmm. In fact, you need best friends. In fact, mm-hmm. you need girlfriends. You need connection points. You need ministry. You need these different things. This so is the balance of, like, listen, we might be dating. We might be engaged, but I am not your everything. In fact, God still has a mission and a ministry for you. I need to free you to go do that. Mm-hmm. I need to enable you. Right. I need to champion that and support yeah. I think who God made you to be.
2: One of the ways I think about it a lot is we've seen different couples who they become like a vortex, right? Yes. They're like
1: you. A black hole. Right, like
2: you're like the black hole and you, I, I suck every life yeah. out of you so there's nothing left for the community. Mm. There's nothing yeah. left for my friends. Mm. And yeah. actually, yep. the definition of love is sacrifice that like we see on the cross in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so that is what we are emulating mm. is this, you know, like church and bride of Christ kind of relationship, which is literally what we're working towards yeah. we're dating, yeah. <laughs> right? And then right? married, no. right? And then we are supposed to be actually anything but a black hole. We are supposed to be like a shining light that like invites yeah. other people, and to be able to be like, yes, we could be a safe place. We mm-hmm. could be a place where we have so much love here that we're able to pour this out, mm-hmm. and we don't. Ha- it's not a competition, right? There's more mm-hmm. than an abundant amount of our love to be able to go onto the community yeah. around us, mm-hmm. and to be able to be stable for one another.
1: Totally, I, I think of so when we were dating, engaged, even now there are single people that are around her and I all the time. And if our entire relationship is just staring at each other, obsessed with each other, and other, then people are like, hey. other people are like, hey, we exist. Right. And one of the things that I thought was really valuable about the way we handled our dating engagement early marriage was third people didn't feel like a third wheel around us. And mm-hmm. they could come in and like our love is strong enough we, we can we can stare face to face when no one's around. But when people are around, we exist to serve and to build people up, not just mm-hmm. each other. And so together, when we're together, we're like, all right, how do we how do we do more good instead right. of just obsess with each other? Mm-hmm. So people are kind of weirded out even by us on Sunday mornings at church because we really don't talk a lot. Like you have a ministry to do and I have people to care for and whatnot. You're and,
0: working for the Lord. And like <laughs> I don't I don't need to have yeah. like I
1: don't need to like like be with you at every single moment because at the end of the day we're here to build the body up Mm -hmm. and even giving each other kind of that freedom is i think just really it's really valuable that's hard you you fight for that you know like um you get to the point where there's so much security you know when you can be face to face but you also are aware like that's just balance understanding like we actually exist to be inclusive to love people to Mm -hmm. serve them and to bring them into our orbit and when, when they're in our orbit hopefully they're being like Birth, life, and mm-hmm. encouragement, right. and challenge.
0: Yeah, that's great. So, yeah. are you also saying that a healthy relationship is like never having any fights and <laughs> never having any conflicts? Yeah,
1: basically. I mean,
0: <laughs> that's why we brought you guys your, here
1: today. Your humility <laughs> is, and mine are, I think they're just unmatched. Mine is actually
0: better yeah. than yours. Is is yeah. based
1: on Based on that comment, <laughs> I agree. <laughs>
2: that's the appropriate response yeah i think one of the markers of a healthy relationship Mm -hmm. is the ability to resolve conflict is Mm -hmm. the ability to communicate right and then out of that communication Mm -hmm. be able to Mm -hmm. talk about things that are hard and get to a resolution where you're actually moving forward where this isn't just continuing to eat at your soul but you're actually putting it to rest and you are moving forward and so i think that that i would say so much of a healthy relationship if you can communicate and be heard be seen, be known in Mm -hmm. that, and then move forward out of conflict, that is, um, I mean, there's so much that you can deal with
1: after that point. Like the first year of our marriage, we fought quite a bit. And Mm -hmm. yeah, you stressed by thinking about that? Yeah, (laughs) me too. But um, what was, what we needed, it was for someone to intervene. And it's not like we were we were not like secretive about it. Like people knew we were conflicting, but there was there was just nobody in our life that had I would say the guts or the courage to say I'm going to help you guys out, you know. And yeah, and but I, but I think like most people get stuck in these multi year patterns when what you actually probably need is a strong older couple who love the Lord and they're not afraid of you. And I, I think one of the best advice we could give to people, and I wish somebody would have done that for us in that first year, would have been no. Like I'm actually. I, I love you enough to tell you some hard truths, mm-hmm. and but but as a couple, if you're in that place, like you have to invite people into that, yep. and then be willing to hear
2: hard things, hard
1: things, yep. and that's okay. And
2: change according. The to gospel me.
1: already tells me I'm broken. Yep. Why am I surprised when somebody says you're broken? You're, you're like, not perfect. You're not perfect. Yeah. I'm like, in fact, you're <gasps> right. really dumb at a lot of things. I'm like, how dare you tell me I'm not like? Yeah. Jesus already said it. Yep. All they're doing is agreeing with Jesus and then shining the light of Christ mm-hmm. on it, and that's, that's so okay. Good. But yeah. yeah.
0: Okay.
2: What else? I would say um, you're really looking to be able to encourage one another, mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. to be able to lift, to build up. I think of Ephesians 4, where it talks about our words are to be building into mm-hmm. one another yeah. and be building things up. And so I think that's like championing one another to be able to be like, oh, look at what you yep. get to do. Right. And so there's it's like the opposite of jealousy. I think mm-hmm. it's always yeah. the way I view okay. this in my mind. Let's you're like, off. oh, I'm building you up. It's not yeah. like I want to take something or I want yep. something from that. But I'm building into you, and I'm yeah. excited. And so, whether that's even opportunities where I don't get to be involved in them, mm-hmm. but I know they are just exactly what the Lord is doing in your story, I'm like championing those. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, yes, let's see what that goes. Yeah. And sometimes I'm even sacrificing myself and what I'm doing right in order to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And it's a, del- it's not, it's hard, but it's also a delight to be able to push that in the positive direction.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, healthy relationships—they champion, they advocate, they're pushing for the person's growth when mm-hmm. the person doesn't maybe have the ability to grow on their own. They're mm-hmm. fighting for them. Them. Mm-hmm. they're creating environments that they know. I love what you said like you create mm-hmm. you encourage and create environments so the other person can grow yeah. but as you do this for each other like you realize like probably I, I just want you to be with the Lord I want you to be mm-hmm. growing spiritually and as you a, and I are both growing with the Lord, like, we will grow closer together. Mm-hmm. And so I want to foster that. I want yeah. you to be on women's retreats. I want you to be serving. I want you to have a ministry. I, I don't have to be in everything you're doing. I want to be, but I don't have to be. Mm-hmm. Because there might be something the Lord's called you to, they you can call me to. And mm-hmm. that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. I can champion you in that. I'm not jealous right. of that.
2: But then you share in that by championing, right? Absolutely, so, yeah. So like a sharing. 100%. And I think the last thing I can think of, too, when I think of healthy relationships, is just this concept that we have a clear identity. Mm-hmm. I think that is something that... um as we moved into marriage, we're both very understanding of who God has created me to be and who God has created him to be. I think even when you're considering dating someone, this is what you're mm-hmm. thinking is like, does that match up? then? Right? Yeah. Like if this is the like, I'm going to be a pastor, if this is you're the cool mission, that? right? Yeah, <laughs> that, <laughs> to be. that the yeah. Lord has called you to, mm-hmm. does that go mm-hmm. together? And so having that clear calling and mm-hmm. that clear identity of who God has created you to be and then being able to be like, I love that, right? Yeah. Like I am here for that. And I'm here to build
0: that up, too,
2: in the other person. Okay,
0: so we're talking about all these things. What if somebody realizes, well, you know, there's one thing. Like, he's not honest with me, or he's not really vulnerable, or he doesn't. If there's not one of these things, or if there's a whole bunch of them, are they, is the relationship just, like, doomed? Mm. Should they just be like, well, I guess I'll just um, <laughs> yeah. see you later?
1: Well, I mean, if it's a deal breaker, you'll know. And wise counsel is going to be able to tell you this is a deal breaker. But... When Christ has access to something, nothing is doomed. Mm. And so, yeah. but that's where you need an external third party. Because again, when we're in a romantic relationship, we are not clear headed. Mm. It doesn't matter how awesome you think you are. You need someone else to show you what's real and true. And if you have wise, go- godly people in your life saying, this is doable, that's yeah. awesome. But if, if somebody has this piece of the pie and they will not allow the gospel into that, you probably either need to slow things down mm-hmm. Uh, create some space but that needs to be talked about explicitly Mm. because if Jesus does not have access to a part of their life we've said this a thousand times marriage makes nothing better it amplifies every problem Mm. and so understand like while you're before you're married you might even be engaged slow the sucker down if they are not willing to let Jesus and the gospel into part of their life. That'd be my counsel. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of these are skill-based. A lot of these are skills that we learn as we grow. And so to think that we would know how to do all these really well is probably like an unrealistic expectation. Mm -hmm. But to be able to be like, but do they have a heart, like you said, that gives Mm -hmm. access to growth? Yeah, they do. And so we can learn all of these skills if our heart is towards the gospel, if our heart is towards Mm -hmm. what Michael was saying. And I think, too, um, like in parenting, I think a lot of times I think it applies to this, too. You're trying to assess, are they not doing this because they're rebellious? And they're like, no, I'm not going to open up to you. I'm not going to be honest to you. You're like, okay, well, that's a big problem. <laughs> that's pretty defiant. Are they yeah. not being honest with you because they don't, they're ignorant and they don't know they just don't how, know. Yeah. right? Or are they not being honest with you because they're so discouraged? Mm. And so they're like, I don't, I don't even know how to open up this part of my story to Mm -hmm. you. Right. Mm -hmm. And so whether it's like that like rebellious Mm -hmm. or the ignorance or immature, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Being able to see it's also assessing what is in that, being able to label that and then move forward in those conversations.
0: That's great. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy.